Welcome to the Neurobiopsy Podcast. I'm Audrey. This is a podcast where you will learn one type of neurological disease per episode, and it will be in alphabetical order. I will talk about its history as well as the cause and mechanism, and end it with the key cell or tissue that has been extracted for today's podcast biopsy. Alright, so today we're going to talk about letter I, and the topic today will be infantile refsum disease. So, I know it sounds very unfamiliar, and that would be the reason why I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about this kind of disease. So, infantile refsum disease, also known as infantile phytanic acid storage disease, is a rare and severe genetic disorder that falls under the umbrella of perox peroxisomal biogenesis disorders or PBDs and PBDs are a group of inherited conditions that affect peroxisomes which are cellular structures responsible for various metabolic processes including the breakdown of certain fatty acids. The disease was first described by Dr. Arvid W. Lingnell and Dr. Silkwald Refsum in the early 1960s. Their work led to the recognition of this rare genetic disorder, which is characterized by the accumulation of phytanic acid and other fatty acids due to impaired paroxysomal function. The name Refsum disease was given in honor of Dr. Refsum, one of the researchers who contributed to the initial understanding of the condition. So, infantile Refsum disease is considered an ultra-rare disorder. This means that it occurs in very few individuals within the general population. Exact prevalence figures are challenging to determine due to the extreme rarity of the condition. Infantile Refsum disease is an autosomal recessive disorder, meaning that it is inherited when both, carrots, when both parents carry a mutated gene for the condition. In such cases, there is a 25% chance of the offspring inheriting two copies of the mutated gene and developing disease, the disease. The disease has been reported in individuals from various parts of the world, but it is not associated with any specific geographic region or ethnicity. And finally, there's no gender predilection for infantile refsum disease, so that it means that if it affects both males and females equally. So, the disease is caused by genetic mutations that affect peroxisome biogenesis or the function of peroxisomes, cellular organelles that are crucial for various metabolic processes. The peroxisomes are involved in the breakdown of certain fatty acids, and their dysfunction in infantile refsum disease leads to the accumulation of toxic substances, primarily phytanic acid and other long-chain fatty acids. The exact mechanism involved in the disease pathogenesis are not completely understood, but the following steps outline the general mechanism. So, the disease is typically caused by mutations in genes that are essential for peroxisome biogenesis or function. One of the most commonly affected genes is PEX1, but other genes can also be involved. Um, the genetic mutations will lead to impaired peroxy, peroxisome function which plays a critical role in the breakdown of phytanic acid and other fatty acids. When peroxisomes are dysfunctional, these fatty acids are not properly metabolized. So since these phytanic acids are not broken down, they would um, accumulate in the body, which could lead to future toxic effects. 
this overaccumulation in the human body of very long chain fatty acids and phytanic acid and a lack of bile acids and plasmologins, specialized lipids found in cell membranes and the myelin sheaths, and encase and protect nerve fibers. Um, infantile refsum disease has some resi residual peroxisome function, which will result in less severe disease than in Zellweger syndrome. The primary treatment for IRD is to avoid foods that contain phytanic acid, which includes dairy products, beef and lamb, fatty fish such as tuna, cod, and handock. Although this prevents the accumulation of phytanic acid, it does not address the accumulation of very long-chain fatty acids and the deficiency of bile acids and plasmologins. Diagnosing infantile refsum disease can be complex process and typically involves a combination of clinical evaluation, laboratory tests, and genetic testing. Due to its extreme rarity and the fact that its symptoms can overlap with those of other conditions, diagnosis may require the expertise of medical specialists, particularly those of knowledge of metabolic and genetic disorders. So. Um, clinical evaluation, such as a thorough medical history, must be taken to understand the patient's developmental milestones, symptoms, and other family history of similar disorders. Ophthalmologic evaluation can help identify vision problems commonly associated with the disease, such as retinitis pigmentosa. Neuroimaging, such as MRI of the brain, may be conducted to assess structural abnormalities or brain changes that are often seen in infantile refsum disease. Overall, today we talked about Dr. Lignol and Dr. Refsum with their findings about the disease, the phytanic acid accumulation, as well as the common symptoms induced by the condition. In today's episode, we examined paroxysomes for a biopsy. That's all I have for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to rate the view and subscribe. You can find future episodes on Spotify. Thanks again for listening. Bye.